0: You chilled the first time you saw it.
1: There are seven deadly sins. Gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, pride, lust, and envy. Seven. You can expect five more of these.
2: What's in the box? What's in the
0: box? Your heart jumped the first time you watched it. Jesus! You were gonna kill that guy! Of course, I'm a Terminator! In a world where any movie franchise can be combined with another, Sarah Connor and the Terminator are thrust together with Detective Somerset and Detective Mills to help solve a killer who is taking out sinners and to prevent the machines from killing John Connor's mommy.
2: The whole thing goes, the future's not set. There's no fate but what we make for ourselves.
1: Hemingway once wrote, The world's a fine place and
2: worth fighting for. I agree with the second part.
0: Chill out, dickwad. It's 7-T2.
2: Wait, wait, wait. The movie is called 72?
0: No. 7, as in 7 the movie starring Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, then a slash, and then T2, as in Terminator 2, Judgment Day.
1: That may be the stupidest thing I've ever heard of.
2: Your problem is the title. The whole concept of the movie is super stupid. Did you come up with this in kindergarten?
0: No. Did I tell you it's also in 3D? So the whole title is 72 3D? Forever.
1: Yep, that's pretty dumb. These movie trailers have really gone downhill.
2: Why do you think I made Jackie be the narrator? I was hoping people would think she wrote it.
1: Nice moves, ass nuts. (laughs) Yep, pretty dumb. Well, let's just go back in time to when we were funny. (laughs) Chill out to Dick Wad.
2: Stinker Madness Stinker Madness Stinker Madness we got Madness Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. I've got Sam and I've got Jackie. I'm your host, Justin. How are you guys?
0: doobie doobie feeling
2: groovy i'm fine well it is a very special episode of Stinker madness as all episodes of Stinker madness are because it's a podcast about bad movies and that just makes it special i guess
1: it's this one's more special than all the ones previous but it might not be as special as the next one Uh you'll have to wait and find out
2: okay well that that's uh that's riveting commentary this we're in our final 3 weeks of being in our temporary studio. So if you do hear some background noise, that is Jackie's parents listening to some comedy show. I don't I don't know what that's all about, but uh just go ahead and ignore that part
1: that's right we're podcasting from their parents house <laughs> yes,
2: from a temporary studio it's a pair of 50 i like oh. that you
1: put it in the last the last three weeks
2: <laughs> yep just three weeks to go until we're in our new studio
1: <laughs> not the last week last three weeks
0: just the last
2: just the last just three 21
0: more days hey man at least we're not homeless uh, but we are getting a brand new place yeah, great. So it'll have a much nicer studio. We get some sweet plans, and our sound quality is going to go way up with the new studio. So hopefully you'll enjoy that when it finally comes around.
1: And hopefully we're going to get it. We've been talking about the dog poop sound effect, but, you know, everybody but me is on board. Or wait, everybody except me is on I'm on board. Nobody else likes it.
2: Nobody likes dog shit, Sam. Nobody likes dog shit.
0: Although there were some in the community pool this week when I went
2: swimming. That was pretty gross. Jackie swam in poop this week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did.
1: You sure it wasn't a uh, butterfly? Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Ruth.
0: No, it was at the bottom of the pool and it brushed against my foot and I looked down and I'm like, you know how the water kind of starts to settle when you stop moving? And I'm like, Oh, god damn it, that's a dog turd <laughs> and then just to make sure I stepped on it a little bit to oh, make yeah. sure that it was smooshy. And it was because I thought, Well, maybe it's a walnut. Well, no, at that it was point, a you're turd.
2: already poopy. You're either walnutty or poopy, and you are already poopy, so. Yeah, thank as well God I don't. squish into it.
1: That's some solid dog shit right there. <laughs> yeah. You're sitting at the bottom <laughs> of a pool and not just disintegrating. <laughs> what are you feeding your dog?
2: Anyways, unfortunately, there will be no streaming do's and don'ts this week. We are going to table it for a week because Jackie and I watched nothing that uh, you could be involved in the conversation with, Sam. So we're going to skip that. However, if you do pay attention to SneakerMadness.com, you may have seen a very riveting blog post that I wrote this week. I have finally nailed down my top 10 most awesome bad movie staples. My stinker staples, if you will. Would you like to hear them? Well, guess what? You don't have a choice. Oh.
0: Oh, I thought we were
2: voting. Uh, because we're <laughs> low on material. Now, I would appreciate at any point if anybody, after I got through the top 10 list, interjected something that I may or may not have missed. Starting with number 10 sobriety superpowers oh would anybody like to guess what sobriety superpowers are i already
1: are? read the blog post so no.
2: oh well then you're out jaggy um no you don't have to guess okay so sobriety superpowers are when somebody in a film has been drinking heavily and then they have to go do something and so they instantly sober up they can do whatever the hell they need to do they're instantly sober drinking has no effect on anybody in the cinematic universe, unless they want it to be. It's almost like a will thing, like, you know, I think I'm going to be drunk right now. And then you're just not the next minute. Huh. Fascinating. Number nine. (laughs) Do you
1: have any examples of number 10?
2: Uh, Yeah, number 10. The most well-known is uh, Jeff Goldblum in Independence Day, where he freaks out about the end of the world, and then, wait, did you say virus? And then he writes a computer code for an alien spaceship that he's never been on or seen or had anything to do with.
1: Or Randy Quaid in the same movie.
2: Oh, yeah. Randy Quaid gets sober instantly, too. Yes, he does. More coffee. I can fly. Yeah. I'm a pilot. At least he was at least drinking coffee.
1: Like one cup of coffee.
2: Bloomy just went from drunk as shit to instantly sober.
1: And now he's Iron Eagle. Yeah.
2: Number nine. Better take our shirts off.
1: That's a superpower?
2: No, these aren't superpowers. These are just bad movie staples. Oh. This is sta-
0: definitely a horror movie thing.
2: Nope, it is not. Oh. This is at the end of the movie or in the middle of the movie if you're it's American Kickboxer 2 where, you you're know, fighting. one guy's got his shirt off. I'm fighting him. I probably better take my shirt off too.
1: Well, I mean, there's really an advantage if you're wearing a shirt for the other guy because he could grab your shirt. Mm-hmm. Grab your shirt and then use it against you. Tie you up in your own shirt. Are you, you take sh- your shirt off, you don't have that problem. He's gonna have to grab your chest hair or your nipples or something <laughs> like that, and then he's not gonna have as much luck unless you got that be a, a d- lot of chest hair or giant nipples. Then
2: wouldn't that be like in, uh, a moot point because you've got rid of one e- weakness only to open up. Two more weaknesses. Well, if
1: you have the giant nipples or long chest hair, you're in bad shape. You just leave the shirt on. I have seen
2: many '80s action movies. All of the men have giant nipples <laughs> and hairy chest. <laughs>
1: Not giant enough to like just grab on like it's a hot dog or something <laughs> like that. It's like a joystick, and you just start playing Nintendo with the guy, but beating him up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like the. Uh, I like. I don't. I don't know why, but it just seems ridiculous to me when it's like. Oh, your shirt's off? Well, I better take mine off too. I think it's guns out, suns out sun, Suns, sun's out, out, guns out, guns out thing, yeah. Sam. You're looking cool, I'm gonna look cool. Oh yeah. Number eight, not understanding how the phone works. <laughs> That's only
1: the, like, Ben Affleck movies.
2: <laughs> it's usually Ben Affleck, yes. <laughs> it also <laughs> That's
1: not, No, that only it's only Ben Affleck. <laughs> only Ben Affleck
2: shouts at the end. And it's like sheet. in his
1: contract or something. Or actually when they're shooting the movie and the, you know, the script girl's on the stage like, phone rings. And he's like, he doesn't get it. And everybody's confused and they just roll with it. They're like, no, Ben doesn't understand how the phone works. Just let him work. Let him perform his art here. And then he yells the things at the answering machine. Yeah,
2: that was my, that was my classic example was Ben Affleck and Phantoms asking who the answering machine was.
1: Who are you? Who are
2: you? An answering machine, dumbass. Yeah. Number seven. The bad guy is bad because...
1: Oh, just the Stephen King evil is evil because it's evil?
2: Or, not necessarily that, but where the hero of the film... Things have already happened that the audience has seen, that the viewer has seen, to make them aware of, oh, this guy's real bad. What a what a bad guy. But then the hero just, like, is pulling into town in his car one day, and he sees the bad guy and also gains the knowledge that we all have. Now,
1: is that actually a superpower, though, for the good guy, that he's able to instantly identify D-bags? Because mm. it's always like they give him a look. He's like... Oh i uh, I know this guy mm-hmm. i I the dealt with guy. this guy the last eight towns I rode my motorcycle, drove my six seventy three Malibu whatever it is like whatever coolness you brought to town, you came through eight just like him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've seen you before, Mister, and I know where this is headed. Like, uh, We're both gonna have to take our shirts off.
1: This is the guy that's gonna help me get a couple of free dinners, a couch to sleep on, and probably laid with a lady that wears a flower dress.
0: Flower dresses are are really prominent because there's always, like that. Yeah. you know, he
1: comes to town and he recognizes the bad. There's always oh, the lady. The lady, yeah,
0: has the flower dress. You know, and
1: then they, the bad guy, is actually just a vehicle
2: to get to the flower dress
1: to for a bum. To sort of just mooch off of the town and then mm-hmm. bang a lady.
2: Yeah. No, I think that's a good call. And she's
1: like, oh.
2: That's been... the entire plot of Footloose.
1: Yeah. Or every movie.
2: Yeah. Number six, the lifeless dummy. Just falling. Just falling. Arms like, flailing. I
0: love that. When, it's when, funny.
2: Hey, we're we're in the top six. <laughs> yeah. hey, this is the big. Guns. My favorite
1: of the lifeless dummy is like both hands are pointed in the same direction. The feet are pointed in that direction. For whatever reason, the torso can't keep up, mm-hmm. and then the head is turned upwards. <laughs> yeah. The head is looking at the sky, and it's like pointing down. <laughs> feet and hands ahead, because the only thing that's heavy are the shoes and the plastic hands. Everything else is just clothes with some stuffing in it.
2: The best one I've seen recently was in Cyborg, where the arms and legs did not move at all. It was like a mannequin. It wasn't even a m- dummy with joints. So it was just a mannequin falling face first while going, Ah! It was 80 yard. Ah! So it's making this horrible scream sound, but its arms aren't moving at all while it's falling to its death. It's
0: planking to yeah, its, its death. it's planking to yeah. its
2: death. The lifeless dummy. Don't we can't ever forget Peacemaster. Number five, unlimited ammo.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
2: Chuck Norris. Cobra. Cobra. Schwaz. Commando. The, the FP. The FP. That is true. I think we all understand and appreciate the unlimited ammo. Number four, freeze frame credits.
1: Yeah, you know, anytime that it, especially if there's a free f- freeze frame with a jumping power fist,
2: or yeah, or high five. Yeah. Anything that's awesome. When you know... Jump we, in a truck, which just doesn't happen enough, but...
1: It's almost like they know that, wow, we just filled this person's eyes with shit. Let's guys, give them something awesome. Freeze frame, high five, and you're like, oh, that's pretty awesome. Or even... <laughs> oh, fuck, I just got fucked by the last hour and a half. Oh, fuck.
2: <laughs> I like to think of the freeze frame credits as, look what you just saw, yeah, now watch our names. Like, holy shit, now these people are like, like it's in your face because it's like, so I it just did this to you.
1: It's just, It just had sex with you and it's yeah, like, it, say my name, yep, bitch. Exactly. Glenn, I'm Steve. Well, you can read that here.
2: Number three. This one should be fairly obvious. Anybody want to guess what my number three top ten stinker staple is? Boobs.
1: Talking dog.
2: No, talking dog did not make the list. Talking Analyst. dog
1: should be honorable mention.
2: I haven't really seen a whole lot of movies that are like not children's movies that have talking dogs. Look around. who's
1: talking now! Ugh, that's a deformed
2: supervillain. Oh my god, it's trucking, trucking. <laughs> oh, duh. <laughs> I thought
1: that was really just sort of how you win an Academy Award in Hollywood. Do you think there's has there been a movie involving trucking that has ever been considered good? Supposedly Jackknife with Ed Harris and uh, Robert De Niro is good, but I haven't seen it.
2: Oh, I've never seen one. I have never, ever seen one. There's movies that have trucking... I, I, I kid you not, every ele- movie has an element of trucking in it, someplace. You can always find an well, element America
1: of trucking. America is built on the highways and right. the delivery system of trucking.
2: But a film, a trucking genre movie that is good...
1: Mm. Um, no, usually when you get Tango into... Tango and Cash? Well, that's awful. <laughs> that's a that's a buddy cop movie. I'm thinking like Convoy, which is even Convoy worse. Convoy sucks. Convoy sucks.
2: Uh,
0: Smokey Black... Smoking the Bandit.
1: Oh, that's, uh,
2: that's oh, a sweet trucking. ass trucking yeah, movie. That is trucking.
1: I don't think it ever won any awards, but it should no. have won them all.
2: Number three, exiting by an unopened window. You can't come in through the window. This is different. It's only going out.
1: Just jumping through the window. Jumping through the window. When you start to count how many glass breaks are in a Steven Seagal movie. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: My favorite is you get bonus points for when you have, like, a panic face. Like, holy shit! And then you you go through the window.
1: No, I wanted, at the end, I can't remember which uh, James Bond movie it is, when there's, like, the two dork bad guys that are, like, super geniuses. And the one has like shish kebabs, and they're gonna kill James Bond, and then he like holds up the shish kebabs, and then catches on fire. Oh yes! And then jumps off the side yes. of the boat while if he's you're on, fire. on fire. They needed to you just like points. there should have been people walking through with a window that he could have jumped through right then, mm-hmm. and it would have been perfect.
2: There's three ways to get bonus points: make a goofy face while in a panic, be on fire, and then land. Without breaking your legs. It has to be from a high window, too.
1: <laughs> or when the dummy lands on its head and then it like just cuts to a shot of the guy, <laughs> guy getting, getting up.
2: leaving yeah. <laughs> through the open window is number two. Number one, the exploding helicopter. Ah, uh,
1: See, I, I I, think that there's exploding helicopters in good movies. In
2: every movie ever is an exploding chopper. I uh, kid you not.
1: So I think that we've forgotten one, okay. as you were saying. Yeah, bring it. The car that or motorcycle that jumps uh-huh. and obviously doesn't make it through.
2: Ooh, yeah. So, That's like, a good one. it noses down and you uh-huh. can tell that it's a. And then drives away. Cut yeah, again, and then and it cuts
1: away. and it's just burning out. But you can tell that what really happened is it got folded in half. Or an American ninja when he jumps over the wall on the motorcycle, and you see the stunt man bash his face against the windshield of the motorcycle, and he's obviously going to the hospital. Cut to a shot: motorcycle Dutikoff, just peel peeling out.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good one. I like that one.
1: Yeah, the the poorly cut jump
2: jump jumping car almost made the list, but uh, it got uh, cut for sobriety superpowers because mm. I think sobriety superpowers are just so dumb, so dumb. Jackie, do you have any uh, sinker staples that are your favorite?
0: Naked boobs. Yeah. Right before the serial killer kills them. You
2: can't do that. Well, you can do it right before the serial killer kills them, but boobs are in good movies, too.
1: I think the way she's gone into something, though, like when you have there's the plot has accelerated. Mm -hmm. There's things happening in the movie. He's about to stab her. Just a shot of some tits, Mm -hmm. right before they're not there anymore, (laughs) and it happens a lot. Oh, and I think she's absolutely right.
2: It's a classic maneuver of one Jim Unersky. Yeah, better get them out before they're dead. Yeah,
1: one last dance. (laughs) 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 No more birthdays for these twins. You know
2: what the opposite of that one is? Is the the one that's like, is she gonna do it? Is she gonna do? Is she gonna get them out? Oh, she's dead. She didn't get them out. She flirted with it the whole goddamn time. Didn't get them out. Mm, the tight three, see-through T-shirt types. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. That's usually more of a man. Yeah. Sam, give us your good neighbor, bad neighbor this week because it's your pick with seven.
1: So the the gals, the in
2: gals. uh the the chesties uh-huh.
1: are mostly unknown. You'd remember them when you see them. Okay, I'm gonna. Sort of go to a playmate that you've heard of. I mean, do playmates. Okay. All right. Most this of them are in movies. going to be a movies. chesty movie. I'm guessing
2: Erica Elaniac is in this. Uh, uh, well, why don't Pan we just Man, start, start okay, with Erica
1: Elaniac?
2: She has to be from a movie.
1: Erica Elaniac from Under Siege. Good neighbor, bad neighbor.
2: Mm, mm. She's. Oh man, that's a tough one. It is tough
1: because she's willing to help.
2: She's willing to help.
1: She's, she's Chesty. She doesn't seem it's at the top of Erica stupid. Eleniak's looks. She doesn't ever look any better than she looks in that movie.
2: Oh man, but she's she can use a gun better dumb. than
1: the the douchebag. Yeah, she's better than
2: half of the she's navy. Better than half of the navy.
1: Chesty, willing to help. <laughs> chesty. She knows how to get out of a cake. Like if you ever trapped her in a cake,
2: yeah, but she didn't make the cake. Like if
1: no, say you have a really bad neighbor, like Eddie Murphy's your other neighbor, oh, uh, and he traps you and Erica Laniak from Under Siege in a cake, <laughs> she'll help you out because she's willing to help. She's willing to help, and she knows how to just pop right out of a cake. I mean, these are good things to have
2: if you if you're a neighbor, you know, good neighbor. <laughs> I don't have. I don't see why she couldn't be a bad or why she couldn't be a good neighbor. I have no bad neighbor qualities. She's just chesty and willing to help. I know
1: she's 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 flirting with the best neighbor.
0: Yeah, and she's a crack shot, so she could uh, help you kill squirrels. I guess. Yeah. Blue you blonde. have a
1: barbecue. Like, can you finish these ribs? And later on, I'm gonna need you to get out of that cake without your shirt on. <laughs> She's like, oh, you know what? That's right in my wheelhouse.
2: I can help with that. <laughs> I'm willing to help. All right, that's three good neighbors. <laughs> three
1: good neighbors. Pam Anderson from Barbed Wire.
2: Bad. Oh, Real gross. Bad. Have
1: you guys seen Barbed Wire? I have yes. Seen barbed wire. I used to live next to a guy who was in Barbed Wire, and he didn't like talking about. Oh, it. Oh,
2: I bet. I bet not. <laughs> Oh, man. bar wire.
0: Oh, no. Bad neighbor. I
2: think she's a little too eager to uh, stand in the rain and get her chesticles out. To be bad at action. And to be bad at action.
0: She would be the one that would be trying to tightrope walk on your fence, you know, with a gun just for practice, and then she would accidentally fall into your pool but she'd as on the way down, with... she'd be shooting, yeah, and shoot your household dog and your car and be like, oh, God, I'm really sorry about that. But I'm... it
1: was just a soft air gun, so now you've got a one-eyed dog and a big ding in your jag. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like permanent. It's just like, God damn it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like- uh... Not to mention if you're a like lady, bar-bar. she's going to be like, can I borrow some hairspray? No, because you're never getting it back.
2: Why do you want the hairspray back?
0: Because hairspray is expensive if you buy good stuff.
2: huh. Yeah. I think she's more of an Aquanet lady. So.
0: Yeah, you could be right on that. I'd be like, sorry, I don't have any Aquanet. Bad neighbor.
1: Bad neighbor. Bad neighbor. This one's a stretch because she's barely a Playmate, even though she's been in Playboy a bunch of times. It's not
0: really from
2: a movie. 2005 Victoria Stilstead.
1: Uh, no, she's
2: mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
1: mm. Vera Fawcett from Charlie's Angels
2: Oh with the poster and shit um you know I'm gonna be honest I didn't watch a whole lot of Charlie's angels
1: they're idiots
0: they're idiots uh oh man but she would be a good neighbor because she'd be always trying to blend in and I think help the and... house
1: gets blown up a couple times
0: Oh well screw that in the beehole. She's, no way. She's
2: not one of the Duke boys, which I think are both bad neighbors. Bad neighbors. So Uncle uh, Jesse's
1: the worst neighbor. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Jesse needs you to fix his toilet all the goddamn time. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll get you some of that moonshine. And like, okay, you're fucking laying down turd loaves all the time, and I never get any moonshine. You're not even really my uncle.
2: Farrah Fawcett.
1: Farrah Fawcett is better than Uncle Jesse. But I think that any of the Charlie's Angels would be bad neighbors.
2: What about uh, Valerie Bertinelli?
1: Valerie Bertinelli <laughs> not a playmate or in Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Wait, or
2: what's the one that shows up after the one of them died? Wasn't There's like six of them. Sally Fields or no, the short, no. short uh, uh-uh. dark haired lady? No. Uh. Right.
1: with that. Yeah, no.
2: You guys, you guys out there know who I'm talking about? <laughs> no. the short Dark-haired lady. <laughs> yeah,
1: Fair- there's there's a brunette, a redhead, and, and Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, Farrah Fawcett. then Farrah right. Fawcett leaves, there's another bron- blonde chick, and then she leaves, and then there's another blonde chick.
2: <sighs> so, I got one thing to go on. She's an idiot.
1: Well, there's also that there's the swarm. The three of them live together. Oh, yeah. Which I think makes it
2: worse. Mm-hmm. 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 But maybe they are so like incognito that they would be like, hey, do you guys have any sugar? Of course we have sugar. It'd be like living next to the separate wives without them killing you. They just, of course we have sugar. You could just get them to agree to anything like, hey, uh, hey, normal neighbor, completely not weird neighbor. Would you change my car oil for me? Yes, of course we would. Please do not suspect us of being spies.
1: Then they would fuck up your car. They didn't change
2: any oil. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're idiots. Never mind. No, bad neighbors. Bad neighbors. Bad Fake.
0: neighbor. All right. I already said it.
2: Three for three, man. We have yet to hit a good neighbor in a while. I think Blade no, we, was the we, last one.
1: Erica Laney actually, oh, Eric Laney. Oh, Erica Laney. Yeah, we just, said good just neighbor. Just tonight. Just <laughs> not five minutes ago. Chesty and willing to help. Chesty and willing to help. All
2: right. Tell us about Seven, directed by Andy Sedaris, Sam. Well,
1: thank you for stealing my opening line. Seven. Seven. Directed by <laughs> <directed by> Andy said, <laughs> "No, it's not." <laughs> just, comma, Sam. I, I think that you should. I love your helping. You're good at helping.
0: <laughs> he's willing <Seven>. to help, <laughs> <Seven>. <laughs> and he's chessy. You're no
1: Erica Laniac, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> like
0: it's only because I'm. Well, this is eight. the worst
1: part about Erica Laniac from. <laughs> <laughs> Under Siege being a good neighbor, she has a full name, and none of us know what it is, despite having seen that movie ten times apiece.
2: She also <laughs> will not shut the fuck up. <laughs> She's a Jabberjaws in that movie.
1: Seven was made in 1979. Beyond Stinker Madness legend, Andy Sedaris, who provided the story outline, produced and directed this film, the other producer is one Melvin Simon. Simon would be most remembered for bringing us the great joy... That is Porky's. Oh,
0: yeah. oh, I love that show. Yeah, everybody fucking movie. loves
1: Porky's because it's hilarious. Porky's is one of those universals. Like I don't, I don't know that I've met a lot of people that have not liked Porky's. Porky's. Sucks. No, either you've not seen sucks, it man. or you love it.
2: Yeah, it's a good movie.
1: Other production highlights for Simon include my personal favorites, Zorro the Gay Blade, starring George Hamilton, mm-hmm. and the Stunt Man, starring Steel- Steve Railsback. You will remember him from Life Force but you should remember him for Turkey Shoot or the American title Escape 2000. The stuntman also featured Barbara Hershey and Peter O'Toole. It is one of my most recommended films. This film, Seven, stars one William Smith with 273 acting credits to his name. People should call the Fresh Prince the other Will Smith because he is the other William Smith. Damn. You have seen him a hundred times.
2: Gauntlet oh, has been thrown, Will. Oh, just wait, Will Smith. Can't the just, Will Smith jiggy
0: with it, guy? Yeah, Will
2: Smith have a, his a big Willie style. A, a buddy like DJ Jazzy Jeff.
1: So think of Big Willie style. I'm going to tell you about William Smith style here. Okay. <clears throat> You've seen him a hundred times. Sure. You'll remember. Two hundred and seventy-three. When I say that he played Conan's dad in the Milius Helm Schwaz epic, you will say, "Oh yeah, that guy." And then you'll remember how much ass he kicked in those biker fucking movies or Invasion of the B-Girls. Hell, he even did an episode of Adam West's Batman. He started acting at the age of eight. Now here's where he has Will Smith nailed to the ground. William Smith was the last TV commercial Marlboro Man.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that means he's super handsome. Well, this guy is stacked he's, beyond belief. He's swarmy, or
2: Wait, what is it? When you're like... Swarthy? Swarthy, yeah.
0: Mm. So
1: he was the last... He was the final Marlboro man to be seen on TV. He won the 200-pound class World Arm Wrestling Championship numerous times, also won the Air Force
2: Weightlifting Championship. Did he win a semi-truck as his reward? No. Oh.
1: He did boast a 31-1 and record as an amateur boxer, also played semi-pro football in Germany, competed in motorcross and downhill skiing competitively. If you were the toughest dude ever, you would be lucky to suck this guy's dick. All that and brains, too? Smith has a master's degree in Russian studies from UCLA, a degree he used to hold both CIA and NSA clearance during the Korean War when he was, you know, doing secret missions.
0: (laughs) What? This guy's a total badass.
1: In terms of his acting career, that thing he did most of the time, he has been called the greatest villain actor of all time. I will not argue. I will agree. For God's sakes, he shot and raped Miss Kitty in fucking gun smoke. Yeah. To go back to bodybuilding, his arms measured 18 and a half inches, and he held the record for reverse curling his own body weight. There is a rumor, and I think I have heard Arnold Schwarzenegger say this in an interview, that seeing William Smith in a magazine got him to start bodybuilding.
0: Damn. That's high praise.
1: High praise. There's very little else to be mentioned about this film.
0: Oh my god, I'm so excited about this film now.
1: So keep an eye out for Martin Cove, who you may mistake for Charles Napier, Barbara Lay, who you won't mistake for her huge boobs, and Art Metrano, that guy who likes hand grenades in Malibu
2: Express.
1: Marlboro Man's in this. Yay! You remember Art Metrano?
2: Guy that likes hand grenades in Malibu Express.
1: So there's the two bodybuilder guys in Uh, Malibu, and then there's the the short squatty guy that has the hand grenade and blows himself up with (laughs) it. That's Art Matrano, the best actor in Malibu Express, He's also in this film.
2: Right on. Well, neither, no, none of us have seen Seven. Seven, no. In this room.
1: And it's brought to us by the man who gave us Malibu Express and the other man who gave us Porkies. So all of a sudden, uh, William Smith, it's uh, high hopes. You know, the
2: the only thing that I fear about this is that it's Andy Sedaris' second movie. And the first one I've heard is just uh, a shitty version of Malibu Express. And it's not part of the 12... movies girls guns and g-strings i'm almost fearful that there's a reason that they never bought it
1: when uh she can't get a hold of it is what she said oh yeah she's been trying to when i talked to her she said that she's been trying to get a hold of both of them but hasn't been able to get a hold of this one especially because it's it's tied up in some rights that got bought by some probably some of the same things that happened when all those reality tv guys started buying movies at auction and then they just keep the canisters in their garage and let them rot basically but Mm
2: -hmm. well this one's rare blood I think the only way you're going to be able to get it is on DVD via Amazon or VHS if you got a copy so we'll see how it works out listen to us again on Monday and in the meantime get to the chopper thank you for listening to Stinker Madness if this is your first time we hope you enjoyed it and we'll come back to listen more but now we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you.